0: You're listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, Episode 77. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, where growth and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha in our everyday lives. I am your host, Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omileti Olubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality and growth. So, oh, this is going to be such a good one. This is one you're going to want to turn up the volume in your car, put on your earbuds, grab your friends, grab a cup of tea. I'm actually drinking water with some lemon in it. I'm trying to be a good girl. And let's Chat. This episode is being brought to you by our resource, the Alejos Guide to Godparents. Inside of Alejos One Hundred and One, there is a great new framework to a problem, a challenge, a situation that is one of the first ones that many or every new person is going to encounter, and that is how to get a godparent for you. I have created the Allego's Guide to Godparents. This is a brand new and, you know, created resource. It's a guide with a video and audio, which will basically give you the map and the keys for the vehicle of how to get a godparent. Why do you need it? Listen, because no matter what you want to do in these traditions, you're going to need someone to help you, to guide you, to uplift you, and to get you going on your spiritual journey because if you don't get the right person for you, you will continue to be where you are alone and without guidance and without any help. So how do you get it? Go to arishawisdom.com forward slash omileti and that would be O-M-I-L-E-T-I and click on the image that says, finally, your guide to choosing the right godparent. Watch the quick video and get it. Because it's an amazing opportunity that has come from your many questions, from your experiences, and from my desire to see more new people finding where they belong. And with that, let's get this episode going. If you clicked on this episode, you're going to notice. That is an odd title, right? From Iya to Omileti. Let's go back a little bit to the beginning of the podcast. This was at the end of 2017. Remember, if you have been with the podcast that long, everything said Iya Omileti. Remember that? If you don't, go back to hear the podcast from episode one and catch up on old episodes. When I went to a file with an idea, I remember going to my godmother first with that idea and she thought it was a good one. And I remember us keeping a secret and keeping it hush hush. And I remember that YouTube would be the way to go as everything was on video. Then I did a lot of research on starting topics, a website community and other stuff, you know, all the background stuff that goes into a podcast or a video or anything like that. I thought of a few names to go by and Weld, Ifa, Blessed, Orisha Wisdom. Then I had to think of how to do it. And videos were out of the question. And a podcast and classes were good to go. So I started working with the community, which is the uh, Orisha Wisdom community. That's on Facebook. It is accessible to everyone. Alejos 101 became the primary teaching platform and then the podcast, I think the podcast came first. Actually, I'm sure that the podcast came first and then the teaching platform. Same, and I kept it all with the same name. Then it was time to gather materials and get ready to go out there, quote unquote, get it? Go out there. Ha-ha. And when it was time, the name just rolled out, Iya Omileti, I figured I'm a mother of three boys. So I'm an Iya. For those of you who do not know, Iya means mother. I have been an Ajubona of one ocha, and I still rogate his head the day before, or like all that stuff, those duties I still perform. And have been the Ajubona for many smaller ceremonies, like receiving warriors, you know, other stuff. Although Not sure that that matters on the topic of Iya, but I've done that. And well, Omileti is my Ocha name, so why not? Plus, Iya Omileti sounded good. Off I went. The podcast was received slowly, but well. Like it wasn't terrible, but it started out slow because nobody knew anything about me at that point. And with some opposition, as anything is, but over the years... I have met some awesome people, priests, and people from all over the world, and this is me sharing my love to all of you. Yes, my my lady in Barbados. Yes, folks in Canada. Yes, in all parts of the country, including the UK. It's been crazy, and I just wanted to share a little bit of love. I have known, I have been known to give a quick call to someone if I feel that they could get a little bit of help quickly because being new in anything new and just with the net, it could be a lonely place. After years of the podcast being out, I was told that I had to take Eya out because I'm not an Eya. by, so here we are in this episode. I don't want to come out as something out there as something that I'm not. And I surely don't want to break any rules. So I had already changed the following, how I addressed myself on the podcast. As you've noticed for quite a few episodes, it's been Omileti Olubumi. My name on Facebook, it went from Iyia Omileti to Omileti Olubumi. Same on Instagram, my podcast signature, my Facebook signature, uh, my name, my signage, whenever you're signing up for a class or anything, it's Omileti Olubumi. My name on ads, my name on Pinterest, my email address, my email signature, and now, as you have noticed, my intro to the podcast is now, I am your host, Omileti Olubumi. I realized that that can be a great teaching moment, so I took on the task to ask different priests from different parts of the world, from different lineages, to see what they think I asked them the following question. All of them got this question. When do you think a priest gets the right to call themselves Baba or Iya? And here are their responses. One male priest said, The title is given as a sign of respect, but the title is earned with their first crown. Thank you, Richard, for your answer. I really do appreciate this. So for him, it is a a sign of respect, just that you are acknowledging that they are a priest, but it is really earned when they receive their first crown. Another priest wrote, a person, and I'm reading this, this is actually verbatim. A person earns that title at the time that someone comes to their Orisha's feet and earns a new godchild or does a ceremony in the position as padrino or ajubona. So, thank you, Dr. Greg, for your view. So, in his view, anybody could be an Iya as long as they have represented a new godchild at the foot of their orishas. For all of you who are new, that means that that is the process that you go through pretty much in any tradition, whether you are going to have this person as your teacher, and the answer is yes, or if you are crowning someone or are the ajubona, which is the second godparent. Now, this priest was so kind to bring me this response, and I am going to read it to you verbatim. As far as Baba and Iya, those are just general titles that anyone can use or rather be called. In terms of priestly perspective, the person needs to be trained in the ins and outs of priestly duties, even though we continue to learn as long as we live our lives. In the traditional Ishe tradition, there is a ceremony that gives you your freedom, quote unquote, when your elder releases you to start your own community. So thank you so much, Baba Tinjin, for this. By the way, he's an awesome artist and he does beautiful, beautiful African cultural art. Oh, it's awesome. Maybe I will post his link there so that you guys can check him out. So for him, he's saying anybody can have that. It's just a general title that anybody can use or they can be called. But in terms of the priestly matters, you have to be a well-working priest and know your craft as a priest. Some people are going to say, uh, this is a pause. This is not um, actually even in my notes, but... Remember that I'm bringing you different points of view of different priests, and I just wanted to go through them so that you can understand a little bit more of the nuances of being within our community. Now, here's another one. There is a priestess who I have very deep respect for, and she is straightforward and a really sharing soul. She did not give me a written response, but a conversation instead, which I am going to treasure. And I will share what she said. In Cuba, our lineage is from Cuba, there is no Illa or Baba until they have at least 30 years as an initiate in the religion. She tells me that... These are people that they're like in their 65 and they have like a lot of godchildren and they've been there. They're like a little mayores, like they're elders, like really in age. And those are the ones. She tells me that she has found that here in the United States, the title of Iya or Baba is one of respect in greeting. Kind of like Mr. So-and-so and and Doña So-and-so. Doña is like an older ma'am, like Mr. or ma'am. In Africa, Iya means mother. So we're still in this conversation. So if you have children, then the title is yours. But we don't use it here as a birth mother. She was adamant, like I'm serious, adamant that I share with you that there is a huge difference between Iya and Iyalosha and Baba and Babalosha. She tells me that the difference is adamant. Great, I have that in like really big letters in my notes. Great, anyone could be called Baba or Iya here as a sign of respect, but only a Babalosha or Iyalosha earned that title of Babalosha and Iyalosha when they crowned someone else. She spoke of the need that some folks have in which they feel that they need a title to feel important and can be seen very arrogant. When even the elders of elders don't go saying, I am an iyalosha or iya and so-and-so. They're just who they are. And their godchildren are the ones who will call them padrino, madrina, iya, um, or whatever it is that they choose to call them. But they themselves don't call themselves any titles on the most part. Again, The term of Baba or Iya is reserved for the elders of the elders in Cuba. But here, it's like here in the United States, I think Canada as well. So I'm going to include Canada here. I'm not sure about the UK, but I've seen this with my interactions with priests in the UK. That it's more of a sign of respect, like Mr or Mrs. So-and-so, if you if you catch what I'm trying to say. But there needs to be a very specific difference from Iyalosha and Babalosha to, you know, Iya or Baba. With Iyalosha, for example, it means mother of Ocha. Babalosha, um, or you might hear Babalosha, right, is father of Ocha this means that their Orishas have birthed another Orisha. So they have crowned uh, from, from their Orishas was birthed a new priest, basically. I was very glad to have this conversation because for some reason, I always thought any Yalosha Babalosha was just priests, you know, maybe older priests, like, I don't know where I got that from, but I still don't know where I got that from. She asked me, where did you get that from? I'm like, actually, I don't know. Like, I always thought that that was it. Although I know that an Olorisha is a priest. So I've always called myself a priest. So she corrected me and she told me that, yes, an Olorisha is a priest, which means me, because I'm crowned. So anybody who's crowned becomes an instant Olorisha but not a babalosha or an iyalosha because that's it. They haven't crowned anyone. And here in the States, more than a designated title, she basically said that here it's just more of a Mr. So-and-so, like uh, in the South. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. So that has become in that way here. She preferred to stay anonymous, but i hope you hear this and i want you to know that i really appreciate your time any time that i get to spend with you even if it is 3 minutes i am so grateful you are a wealth of information and i know your godchildren love you but i just want you to know that here us in the orisha wisdom community we are so grateful for your time and your wisdom i asked Another priest, this one, oh, I love very much. And I have known him for two decades, like for real, real, like not online, like for real, real. We've known each other for that long. His response was from what I've seen, a lot of people use it like sir or ma'am. Oh my God, just what I said. I would say after the one year period. So during a Yawol, obviously nobody's going to call themselves a Baba or an Iya. And it's going to be a Yawo, and that's normal during the Yawaraje period. So I'll reread again. His was short, but to the point. From what I've seen, a lot of people use it, like sir and ma'am, I would say after the one-year period. So I wanted to send you a huge thank you to Pedro Omo Oya. So again, this is another point of view. Now I have the last one here. This priest started in our community years ago, already uh, a priest. And over time, I've developed a respect for him and for his growth. I've watched him grow and I'm so proud of him. I really am. And this is his response. Usually, it is when they crown a priest. Some say is when they take on a godchild. Others say that you can be called a Baba Lorisha or Lorisha if you adopt an abandoned young Olosha. Olosha is another word for Olorisha, by the way. I gave Ilekes to one and adopted a Yawo who was abandoned, sorry, an Yawo abandoned. (laughs) I just couldn't get that to roll off my tongue. By his godmother. So some call me Baba, others don't. It's all good with me. So, I wanted to send a huge thank you to John Joseph Andrew. I really do appreciate all of the priests who contributed to this to shed light on the differences of Baba and Iya and where they're coming from. As you can see, you have a vast definition of what Baba and Iya is. And I think that it is important for you to know. What the protocols are, what the rules are in your house, and how you are expected to interact with people. When I first started, everyone was Baba and Iya to me, just period, just because. They had gone through Gariocha, and to me, that earned them my dancing eye stars because it was my sign of respect to them. There are still many whom don't have any godchildren, which I will still call Baba or Iya, depending, and like a respectful greeting. There you go. Remember that going forward, I am not Iya Omileti, but just Omileti or Omileti Olubumi. Some people say Omi for short. I'm fine with that. I wouldn't want to offend anyone's earned title until i am blessed with crowning my first godchild if that is in my destiny's cards even then i still like the omiletti name although i will tell you i i went through this and i had to make all these changes but i thought it would be good to share as this podcast has to do with the many maneuvers that you have to to do within our culture to help you along your way. And it's a good idea when meeting a new priest to ask them how they would like to be called so that there is no grievance from your behavior and you will find yourself not breaking any unspoken or written rules. You have reached end of this episode. For show notes, go to arishawisdom.com forward slash 77. Can you believe that? 77 episodes so far. Oh my goodness. This episode was brought to you by, do you remember? The quick guide. It was a guide for you to find your godparent. And this guide I remember taking the time to create it and I have answered so many questions, but it has been so many texts and DMs and messages and posts that I just like, you know what, let's put it all in one place. If you need this information, it is going to be there for you to find out your guide to get a godparent, the Alejo's guide to get a godparent. Go to orishawisdom.com forward slash Omileti. Have you noticed? It's not Iya Omileti anymore. Omileti. So com forward slash O M I L E T I. Also, I thought that I would mention, I didn't mention it this week, but have you taken the quiz that we have? I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you thought. Which one are you? Are you a confident hunter? Are you a cherry traveler? Somebody I spoke to just yesterday said, remember. I'm a cherry traveler and I laughed because I'm like, you know where you're at. You know what your challenges are. And if you know what you are and what your challenges are, you can get better. How to get to the quiz, go to com forward slash Omileti and click on take the quiz. It's going to, it's like a tile that says quiz right in the middle. And it's a lot of fun. It's quick. Watch the video to give you the response and there will be some stuff in the emails. Make sure you go to your like junk or whatever, because sometimes they get stuck there and grab the information and see if it resonates with you. See, and just answer as honestly as you can. I want you to know that I am still, this is supposed to be, I've created to try to do an art week and I have done zip this week, but there is going to be some art on pillows and there aren't many. So I'm going to put the feelers out there on Etsy to see what you would like on small pillows. Oh, they're so good. And they're so cute. And they're, I think it's like 16 by 16. I think so. I think they're 16 by 16. However, some are bigger. And um, this is really going to help. Um, It's going to help the podcast. It's going to help me to continue to create more stuff, to try new things and I really do enjoy making things that are related to Arisha things. Have you found value in what I do and the content that I create? If you do, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com Iga Omileti. That's the only thing that has Eya because unfortunately it's I can't change it um, because it's been said on the other podcast, but... um it is there, patreon.com forward slash Iya and you will have access to the podcasts before they are published and other perks and exclusive content. Plus, we've had calls from all the Patreons. It's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And I'll tell you, not even my email community has access to that content. Plus, you will get kudos here on the podcast for the world to hear as a thank you. And only if you're able to, and if you want to, come and support the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. I can't wait to see you there. And I thank you in advance for your support as it will truly help the podcast with the costs so that I can create more content. If you liked this episode and you found it valuable to you and your spiritual growth, made you think and made you look at things differently, share this podcast episode so that someone else can also get something out of it especially this one. Oh, this one is going to get on people, but I I would just be so grateful if when you have a few minutes to spare, hop over to iTunes, leave us a review. I do read each and every one of your reviews, especially if you go to and listen through Podbean. That's my that's where I I originally post everything, but I read all the comments that are left and they give us the fuel to keep going and creating more content for your spiritual journeys. And those minutes that you take to share your thoughts, they mean a heck of a whole lot for me. And if you're on YouTube, of course, like the episode, subscribe, click on that little bell icon so that you will be the first to know when there is a new video uploaded. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. We're going to be tackling a couple of other contents and uh, topics, and I'm not quite sure which one is going to go first, which is why I'm a little ambivalent on sharing, because sometimes I skip, I skip. I'm like, no, I think we're going to talk about this one first. So I haven't quite decided on the order, but I will tell you that I can't wait. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Arisha bless you immensely Odabo thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community Remember, the wisdom of Arisha and Ifa is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.